Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. So I wanted to do a show this week on the presentation of self. You know that 30-minute or 30-second elevator speech that you have, and how do you get everything that you do encapsulated in a sentence or two? I recently... Um, I did a sales workshop with uh, Misty Henkel. She's been interviewed here on Self-Discovery Wisdom, where she talks about the importance of getting out what you do um, in a very short period of time. It is difficult for me because I'm a free speaker, like I'm a free flower, like I'm right now, nothing, absolutely zero has been prepared for this show. It is just me speaking on a perspective and an observation. So how do you present yourself in that couple of moments that are going to draw people into wanting to know more? Well, I think you have to know who you are. Yes, there are many people with many tips and styles. And yes, you can listen to them to see how you can use it on yourself and hone it in um, and make that first moment. But it's got to be something that no matter where you are and wherever you're called upon, that you can do. It is a part of you. It's the way you express yourself. It's just looking at the situation. I'm in an elevator for 30 minutes or I'm being presented somewhere and I've got less than two minutes to present myself. What can you get out there in that time? What is important uh, according to where you are and what you get out there? Now, Missy's is always about put your price, price bracket up there. I'm not one for that because I don't know how I can serve you until you let me know. I can present what I do to serve you. Um, but which department do you want? There's different prices on different things. So I think it is selling who you are the passion, the conviction behind what you do. And I think if that doesn't come across, then people aren't going to get you. They're not going to pick up your vibe. They're not going to know if you're off the same vibe tribe or interested in your particular vibe. So how do we do that? Well, you always start off with your name and what you do. And if you have a company, your company name. But outside of that, what comes next? Well, this is what I wrote when I was doing one with Misty. And uh, I'm going to put my glasses on so I can read this because I can't see a damn thing without them. So here we go. <clears throat> I'm Sarah Troy. I'm a professional podcast network of 10 years where I celebrate those making a difference in the lives of others. I also have a mentor directive for some podcast guests at only 388 annually. Well, you know, that's all very well because I'm talking to people in business. And I'm talking to people that are looking at their own businesses and how what you are offering is going to help their businesses. But if you're meeting people for the first time, am I going to go into the mentors directory? Am I going to go into the cost of it? No. So I think 
one of the things you have to do instantly is gauge whom you're talking to. Are you talking to somebody that has no idea what podcasting is, never listens to a podcast, isn't in business, but maybe looking for some service and don't know what services they're looking for? Then speak from the inspiration. There I might say, hi, I'm Sarah Troy. I've had the delight over the last 11 years, 10 years with my own network to interview people around the world who are making a difference in the lives of others, which I find truly impactful as my audience does. Leave it at that. Now, that is either going to invite some people in. What kind of people do you interview? Where do you interview them? How do you interview them? What do they have in common? How does it benefit me? Well, that next question or that next invitation, don't forget your intro is an invite. It's the fishing hook. Who's going to bite? What do they want to know next? I'm a big one for kind of, this is my presentation, but I want the questions and answers. I'm best there. So when the question comes, you know, what kind of people do you interview? Get that one a lot. The kind of people I interview are the people that come from the heart. They've had their extraordinary journey. It has made them who they are today. And now they wish to share that with other people to help them on their journey of life. Does it open up for more questions? Yes. So let the questions come. How do I listen to it? I am online. You can listen to it at selfdiscoverywisdom.com, but you will find them on 16 audio platforms, two video platforms, as well as featured on four sites. So you can listen in any which way or watch in any which way that you like. How long are my shows? I'm not a quick fix person. I like to delve, delve in and peel back the onions and really get to the core of a person and what they're doing. So my shows are an hour plus. Somebody may say, well, how can you get someone to talk for that long? My answer will be when they're in passion of what they do and they have a conviction behind what they do. Believe me, everything comes pouring out. So then they may ask what kind of topics I cover. Well, I will say I have 18 different genres. Those are different channels or different topic stations because not everybody understands what a genre is. I started off with one or two and realized with the kind of shows that I needed, I was doing and so many that I was doing, I needed to break them up into different channels. So if somebody is looking for health, they'll go to your health is your choice. Looking for mental health, they'll go to mental health awareness. They're interested in veterans, they'll go to the veteran stories. Interested in children, they'll go to the raising of children. Authors, they'll go to the author's kiss. Business, building a business. Uh, spirituality, they can go to self-discovery mediums or they can go to ignite your heart and soul. If they're interested in just the exuberance of life, of the positivity of life, then they'll go to choose positive living. If they're looking at addictions and around addiction stories, then they'll go to their nature of addictions. Um, and if they love music, they'll go to the for the love of music. I have these genres so people can go in and channel in what they want to hear, where they want to hear it, instead of having to go through all 3,000 plus shows. So it breaks it up for people. So why do I have the mentors and practitioners? Well, because when 
people share their story with me and it's now become their business. It's become a service that they offer to other people. Just having a podcast that can, can get lost amongst the, like, you know, like social media, it gets pushed down amongst the many that are on top of it. So I wanted to create a platform, a directory, where the mentors who are offering services, offering tools, offering coaching, could be featured and easier to find. So I created that on the orchardofwisdom.org. And when you click on it from self-discovery uh, wisdom, when you click on it from choose positive living, when you click on it from the hub of discovery, it will take you straight to that mentors uh, page where you can pick the mentor of your choice. And then you can find out the why story. You can find out the how show on what they're doing, exactly how they're offering it and how it benefits you. And then you've got all the links and everything that lead you straight to them. Why do I think it's important for me, for them to have a show instead of just a kind of directory like the Yellow Pages? Because in this world of saturation, how do you find that somebody that you feel speaks to you and speaks about you in a way that you feel you can resonate with them? I believe by listening to who they are, how they got to be where they are and what they are offering. And if you're willing to put the time in to listen, to a few people to find out which one is a right link for you. Now you're ready to reach out to them because you've already got that familiarity and you can reach out to them because you feel they can serve you. That's the reason why I do it through podcasts. So what is it about the books that I do? and Why have I gone into that? Well, the books are about, again, platforming the wonderful stories that people have shared. It's about taking that knowledge and putting it in a book where we can bring more attention to a subject. Like the one we're doing right now is the Forgotten Children series. This is one where we have each person contributing a chapter. It will be audiobook, ebook, softcomer book. We'll be doing webinars. We'll be doing videos. And we will be showing people, the people that are in the book, um, why it's important to listen to what they have to say, because it's all around the raising of our children and how we can do it differently to benefit our children who will be the future adults of the world. And money from all of that book then goes into uh, supporting their organizations that they represent, each of the authors, so that we can keep their work going in supporting our children. But the next book, is a business book. I say it's with our business coaches. So people like Misty that are in sales, people that are that are in uh, coaching on social media, people that are in coaching, people setting up the business, setting up their websites, um, how to conduct the business, how to find their clientele. This book will be about that. And yes, people will be paying to be in that book, whereas the other one, we're going to raise money for it because it's all about giving back. This one is about having a book where you are going into business and you want to pick the minds of some of the best entrepreneurs and they will be in the book and you'll be able to then listen, see and um, and hear them on what they have to offer and whatever part of business you're in, they've got the tool and skill for you. The book after that will be actually on the forgotten seniors, the seniors Boomer plus, plus people that, especially in the North American society, get thrown away. 
the nursing homes that are neglecting them, the people that are neglecting their own parents and grandparents, how we need to honor the wisdom and the contribution that they have made to paving the way for those that come after them. And that book will be on that. And then we will go into another coaching book where it will be on health and wellness, so on and so forth. Why do I do that? Again, rather like the mentors and the practitioners, it's about getting that wisdom out there. The more people that have access to knowledge and how to apply it in their own self-discovery, how to apply it to their own calling in life, the better we all are on the whole. So there is my presentation. I didn't plan from it. I kind of liked the questions and answers, so I asked myself the question and answered. What are you doing in presenting of yourself? Um, sometimes our exuberance can just pour over so much without the pause. I speak in a way that I like people to ask the questions. From that, I can bring about the answers as I know them. But are you presenting for eight minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and you've got to speak that entire time? Not my kind of platform, because as I said, I'd like to be interactive. But wherever you are, how do you speak for that long without feeling it's rehearsed or that you're reading from something? Now, something that is good to have is bullet points, is having trigger words or, or two or three words in a sentence so that if you do go off track, your eye can go back to it and it can bring you back in, hone you back into the subject, hone you back into where you want to go. And you can even have it where you can bring whatever device down to make sure you do cover that next bit. It's very easy to go off if you're passionate about what you do. And sometimes people can kind of get lost or some people can ride with you. Remember, we have four key personalities in your audience. The analyst, they want to know the details, the facts, the data, the how, what, and why. Make sure that is in your talk in a cohesive way that it includes them. You have the builder, the person who wants that blueprint. Okay, so how do I do it? Uh, who, who's going to help me? What, what do I do in this? They want to know the details on how to do it. And then you've got the entrepreneurial types of like, how does this benefit me? Uh, how does it connect me to other people? How does it expand me? And then you have the blue people. And those are the people like myself, where I've got to feel it. I've got to feel what you are sharing with me. I've got to feel that connection where I'm with you. I hear you. I resonate with you. And that is where I make that connection. And some level, the connection needs to be made to everybody. But if you are an analyst, an analytical type person, make sure that you do not come from your talk all in an analytical data type base. If you're in that type of environment, that's what they want from you. If you are in the general environment and you have a tool, a skill, uh, something that you do that can help someone's business, but it maybe it's around accounting, maybe it's around um, finances, maybe it's around building that website, maybe it's around um, structure um, of something. You've still got to bring in some visuals, some inspiration, some invitation for all the other key personalities out there. Otherwise, you're only going to be addressing your analyticals. It's the same with the goals, with the, the building blocks, the how. Um, 
how does this serve me? How does this and that? So they've also got to be, when you're presenting from that point of view, there is an inclination to say it needs to be done this way and you need to do it exactly as I tell you, because that's what's worked for them. In that kind of presentation, you've got to say, this is what's worked for me. And this is what could work for you. Don't come in absolutes. You're coming in invitation, remember. I did this, this building block, this building block, this building block, and this is what out came from it. Always speak to your results. And that is what's going to speak to other people. And I could show you how to get there too, using my skill, my tool. Now, there may be some people of all personalities there that could want what you need uh, at a different time period. So even if there's a dozen speakers there, I need this speaker for, for this application. I need that speaker for this inspiration. I need this one for that. So do not think you are one size fits all. That is never going to happen. But you do need to address everybody. The same with that entrepreneurial orange. What's in it for me? What's next? Let's get going. Um, you've got to make sure even if you are the analytical and if you are the gold, the building blocks, that you give them the how in a way that they can see, I can use that and let's go. So you want to give them the clear, concise tools that they can use that's going to help them expand. And of course, when you're talking to the blue personality, which needs to feel, it's about the ambiance, it's how about the connection, speak in a way that aren't an absolutes, that are invitational, where you connect for a personal story, and that makes them feel, I can hear you, I like what it is you offer, and you've spoken to me in a way where I feel I can apply. So we have to, when we're presenting something, present it honestly, authentically from who we are. But we've got to make sure we incorporate that audience in a way that it expands out to everyone. So that's really very, very important. So I've shared some tips here today when I first started doing podcasting and interviewing people. Um, I was still okay at it. But I was still not quite balancing the balance of interaction and uh, and knowing when to come in and when to let someone speak. That has changed in a way that I do have some people that are speakers. And you know they're just going to be going on a roll. And every now and again you can jump in, interact, and off they will go again. And if what they're doing, what they're sharing is is beneficial, then you know that type of show. Then you get the show where somebody says something and it excites and gives something of, of that memory or an, a participation from you and you're seeing the intertwining flow going all the way through. Obviously, those are the ones I really love where you really are feeling it's going in a beautiful succinctness side by side. Um, I'm not a question answer person on my shows. It's you have a few minutes where you're talking about your thing. I'm going to respond to that and say my thing. And then from there, we're going to, you're going to say something else. And then there's going to be a little back and forth. And it's about that flow. It's, it's about our DNA. I'm not a straight line person. I like the twists and the turns and the integrations and the, and the movement and the fluidity of the conversation. And that is my style. So even if you're listening to me now, you know this is my style. I can't be anybody else's style. 
I'm Sarah Style. And that's something that you need to really remember in your own business. You might be doing a business that Joe Bloggs is doing down the road. All right. How many people are doing website design? But that doesn't mean all designers fit everyone. As I've said before, when I interview people, I go and look at their site. And very often I have found it incongruent with who they are. Somebody's designed it in their own light or in a template, and it's not representative of the person that actually is the site. The site is the calling card. It's the representation of who you are and what you do. There must be some succinctness there. The same with your social medias. Take time out in the week to interact, to post, to do something, because that is what's going to make people stop, listen, learn, and want to know more. If you don't have that in, uh, um, participation with other people and you're not responding to other people and it's all about posting, then they're not going to want to inter interact with you because it just is too much about sales pitch and not invitation. So there's a lot of aspects to running a business and we need to wear all the hats. Can you wear all the hats well? No, I've got some hats that are extremely wobbly and I ply through it the best I can. And I've got other hats that are very well fitted. And you just do what you can where you can and where you've got the freedom to wear that hat well, that's great. And where you have the difficulties, don't be afraid to ask other people for help because that's what helps you have that other hat on more often. So when we are, talking about our business and we're talking about our passion we're talking about something that inspires speak from the heart speak from the soul speak from how it makes you feel but always leave room that it's not just about a conclusion but it's about an invitation the invitation to know more or the invitation for them to look inside themselves and want to know more from there everything must be left with an invitation, because our lives aren't concluded. We have chapters, many chapters in our book of life, and we have end of paragraphs, but we can conclude what we're saying, but always leave it open that people want to inquire more, because that's what brings them back to listen, to learn, and then to apply. So, I didn't know I was going to speak about this today. Um, obviously, being in this network today where I did a guest speaking kind of has probably honed me in on it. I'm going back to the second one. This is um, a breakfast business. It's out of Australia. It's uh, there 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock every Thursday. Um, you can look at breakfast at business. You can ask me about it. I can invite you to come and join us at the next one. And it's uh, for me, Pacific time. It's at two o'clock and then again at five o'clock. And you can choose your time. You can go in there. You present who you are, what you're doing. You get to meet other people. You get to interact in the chat of reaching out. I'd like to meet you. I'd like to connect with you. I'd like to talk to you. Um, and obviously, in my case, I'd like to interview you. And then you can take it out further from there. Right? That's what it's about. It's about connection. Networking is done majority online now. And that means there aren't any borders. You can do it anywhere in the world. I do a lot of work with people in the States. I do work with people here in BC. I do work with people in Australia. What have Zoom 
you can work anywhere. Be open to listening to other people from other walks of life. Because when you do, it really opens up your doors. And when you open up those doors, God knows what's going to come through there, but it is going to be great and more exciting. So I hope that what I've said here today helps and that um, that these points are something that maybe you can take in. Remember, whether it's the elevator pitch, where it's a little blurb on what you do, always with the heart intent, uh, whether you're actually presenting yourself and you can go into a bit more detail, always lead them inquiring, but what else? And even if you are doing the whole presentation yourself, in each section, leave the question mark. Leave them inquiring and wanting to know more before you go into the next section. Allow them to digest what you've just said. And that you will actually pick up the vibration from the people in the audience. And that will help you navigate the next part and the next part and the next part. You want these people to be coming up to you afterwards, or if it's online, you want them reaching out to you afterwards. Because that's what it's about. Connection. And when we make those connections, it enhances our own abilities. It heartens our own journey. It enhances what we're doing and what we're passionate about. It also helps other people on their journey because that's what it's all about. So, folks, if you go to theorchardofwisdom.org, you will see my mentors directory. Check it out. I've got more and more people coming on. You will also see the podcast books and the books that are there and the Forgotten Children series. Right now it is the children's authors uh, or people that are working with children. I still haven't got this book completely full. So if you are interested in being a part of this book and you have a program that is for children or awareness around children, education around children, health around children, please do reach out to me, selfdiscoverywisdom at gmail.com, uh, because this is what it's about. It's about supporting our children. We've let them down, folks. This is why we have a dysfunctional adult society. This is why we have so many people whose inner child is screaming for the attention. Let's pay attention to that now while they're young, allowing them to be what they're meant to be, and wow, what they can be, because we got behind them instead of dictating the limitations of what they should be. I have a show coming on this week as well with Deb Drummond and her son Ocean. Please listen to it. She has been behind her son, who is incredibly creative, who has gone on an exploratory journey, and she has just got behind him and what he wants to do. And here he is at 20 launching his own clothing line. So it is about allowing our kids, giving them the structure and the building blocks and the encouragement to explore. And don't forget to explore your own life. It is not over until it is over. So keep exploring, keep investigating, keep being wondrous, keep looking for adventures, no matter what you're doing, because that's what gives you the reason to get up for every single day. So here's Sarah. I'll catch you next week, folks. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening.
We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.